listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Draymond Green is a is a champion, a future Hall of Famer. You Man. know what you did. <laughs> you know Green exactly what you is, did. You know exactly like Draymond Green, a Hall of Everybody Famer, a defensive That's, player of the year. <laughs> like, you know hey, like, welcome to the One Take Podcast, episode one twenty one. We talk about sports here. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this slander. We've been fighting for our lives in the group chat for two days. I've had it. Hey, we're, look, we're reviewing I, I was Wick. sold a bill of goods, all right? <laughs> I was sold a bill of goods. We're ridiculous. reviewing the 2014 classic action spectacular that set the tone for action movies for decades <laughs> to come. John Wick with our good boy Keanu Reeves. We're joined by uh, a longtime guest doing another good movie, actually. A good Keanu movie this time. Just Marcus Brent. Marcus, how we doing? Good. Welcome to the uh, Three Astros and a Yankee podcast where we talk about TJ's terrible baseball decisions. <laughs> <laughs> what led you to the what led you to this life? You grew up in Houston. We've we've never really delved deep. Do you like oh, yourself? I'm I'm born and raised. No, oh, I'm talking about about Yankees. Sorry. talking to me. Yeah. My apologies. Uh go Yankees. We're, yeah. we're, uh, the season has kind of fallen apart. So I'm just looking forward to next year because it's it's been bad. It's been very bad. He's got like an eighteen game division lead. Like it's it's fine. Everything will be all right. You'll lose um, us in the LCS. We're not doing shit. We're not doing time. shit in the playoffs. No, I'm I've I've abandoned hope. hope I'm glad you see it that way because it's gonna be great. Hope is right. abandoned. Let's get it. Let's get into it because Dex. Um, oh no, Dex set the internet on fire for he ruined the internet. Um, John I feel Wick. like this is the first time I really got packed up, like on this new account. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't as That's bad as it could have been. Thing. People were treating it like it was about to. Be. I don't know though. Cam came in with his seventeen thousand followers later <laughs> than expected, so like you didn't. So like it's it's coming in waves. Yeah. Um, John Wick came out in two thousand fourteen, rated R, a just brisk, just mm, chef's kiss, hour and forty one minute. Uh, movie and it's really probably even shorter than that 7.4 on imdb an ex-hitman comes out of retirement to track down the gangsters that killed his dog and took everything from him has a 68 meta score on metacritic directed by chad uh stahelski david leach also helped direct this first one it says he's uncredited for this as well david leach from bullet train and deadpool fame as well uh written by Derek kolstad stars uh, an aging Keanu Reeves, uh, Michael Nevquist, I believe is how you pronounce his name, is Vigo, uh, Alfie Allen or uh, Theon Greyjoy as, Shout out. as his son. Yosef That's how I'll be referring to him tonight. Theon, yeah, Theon <laughs> Greyjoy. Uh, Dean Winters, who, if you don't know, is uh, Mayhem. Mayhem. From, from the Allstate commercials. And 
also uh, Adriana Pilecki or Adrian Pilecki from Friday Night Lights fame. And the guy that makes just everything better, Willem Dafoe, gracing us with his presence in a, just a, in just a nothing role that is incredible. But also somebody that also makes things better, Ian McShane and John Lugazamo are in this movie as well. A lot of character actors, Lance Riddick as well, on a 20 Huge million superhero dollar- movie crossover. Yeah, a lot of lot of superhero movie cross MCU crossover here. Um, on a twenty million dollar budget, this made eighty six million dollars. And we were talking before we went live, Dex. You thought this was like a bigger hit than it was, um, because it's talked about so much. It's funny. It was sort of a late arriving movie because I think people saw the trailer for it and kind of. We'll talk about Keanu's career retrospective. But the sort of trajectory that he was on and what kind of movies he had made before this and the way that they put this in the trailer. I don't know if y'all remember this trailer, but they just said, you killed his dog and stole his car. I said, what is this shit? (laughs) I I remember in the theater being like, no, no way. Absolutely not. And then it comes out and it gets like an 86. I can tell you it gets an 86 percent Rotten Tomatoes, 81 percent audience score. And people are like, wait, does this kind of rock? <laughs> and so it didn't make as much money as you think, but all they want to do is make two times their money plus. So they made a good 20, the investors made a good $20 million on this movie. So that prompted them to make the second one and go all out on the third one and now the fourth one. But it was a late arriving movie. And I think the reason that, and I just wanted to go off on this, I think the reason that people, uh, like it so much is because you could have a double feature because people came to this movie so late they were basically just like renting this still or it came on to netflix i believe and then going and watching the second one because word of mouth spread after it came out like you would with a dvd or at a video store back in the day we don't get that anymore that that actually happened with this movie i remember it because i didn't watch it until the second one came out um but all that to say, it doesn't even matter the history of this movie. Dex hated it and is going to slander it. I cannot believe this. We were been singing this thing's praises for like five years on this podcast. I, I didn't hate it. Let's be clear. Let's, mm. It's it's fine. It's fine. It was it was overhyped to me. Had I seen it when it first came out or when like before the wave took off, had I seen this in the theaters or had I seen it like right before the second one came out or whatever, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more, but having people tell you for what eight years now that this is like a game changing action movie and it's incredible and you're insane. Cause you haven't seen it. It's like you watch and like, that's it. Okay. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. An well, absolutely I mean, fine film. Is that your review? Do you want to like? Do you want to ridiculous? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance to defend yourself because I know, like, we're just going to be coming after you this entire time, and a yeah, hundred people on Twitter quote tweeted your tweet. Yeah, I'm, look, I get it, right? I I understand why people enjoy an action movie kind of distilled down to only the basics right there's nothing in here that you don't need it's just uh wife died i'm very sad they killed my dog i have to kill them now and then action movie and that's it 
Like there's nothing else here. And I get how that that would work for some people, but for me it felt like you ever seen Chopped and they make like a a deconstructed PB and J and you're like okay, like I guess that's a thing you could make. I I don't care though. Like it's not like But like, it's not pretentious like that. Like it it's kind of become pretentious like that because of the way people talk about it after the fact. Had people been had people just been like, oh, this is a, a perfectly fine action movie, you know, it's a like a good time, hour and 40 minutes, really small, quick flick. Just watch it. You'll probably enjoy it great. I would have been like, yeah, this was a fun little action flick for an hour and 40 minutes. I did enjoy myself. But when people are like, what? You haven't seen John Wick? Like the most incredible action movie of the last decade? How could you not have seen it? I'm like, it's not, it ain't that good, man. And the reason it's not that good is, well, there's two reasons. First of all, there's no stakes. Nothing, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters in this. It's way too easy for John Wick to do everything that he's doing. And also, like, you can make a good movie without, like, the character ever being in real danger. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't need to think that our main character is going to die. I watch Marvel movies, for Christ's sake. Like, I know they're not going to die. But, like, whether John Wick lives or dies doesn't even matter. Like, there's no, like, I don't care. He's, like, he's trying to avenge his dog's death. So, like, okay, that's fine. You know why it matters? Because it's Keanu fucking Reeves. That's why it matters. I, I don't, hey, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it, he's running through this nightclub, just, like, shooting dudes in the head. And that's cool and stuff. But I'm like, I don't, I don't care what's happening. It doesn't matter to me whether anyone in this lives or dies. I, none of these characters have names or dialogue like none, no, none of them is anything i don't care what happens to them like i'm not i'm not interested like i'm not invested i don't care and then you know a couple of the characters later on like start dying like uh perkins or whatever she's like has a little like hint of betrayal or whatever and she just dies immediately and i'm like i don't okay well that's that's done Willem Dafoe just dies immediately and i'm like all right well that's over like i don't care Nothing matters in this. It's it's whatever. It's a it's a C movie for me. Wow! Unbelievable! Oh my erroneous. Yeah. The other the other reason this movie is not as great as it could be is because Keanu Reeves is just not he's just not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he's just not. What are we good. doing? Ridiculous. He's just not doing? good. He, this man cannot act. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, but this is where your tweet went awry because you're conflating Keanu Reeves, the action star, with Keanu Reeves, the actor. The actor. We have you never have claimed. Not. No, we have never claimed that Keanu Reeves is a great actor. He's never been. Nobody a great has ever actor. said that. Of course, he is not a no great actor, and no one's ever said Draymond Green is a great shooter. But if you want to be Steph Curry, you got to have a complete game up in here. You can't be out here with this big ass hole in your game. Wait, you so make- said Keanu Reeves the action dunk on people. The Steph is have a if, if complete game is being able to do literally. Steph everything doesn't play defense. Play. Steph doesn't play defense or dunk on people. Steph doesn't or, play defense like, as well as Draymond Green plays defense, but he plays defense. But here's the thing: you said as an action star, Draymond shoots yeah, plenty. As an action, like as an action star, he's at least like. This doesn't even make any sense, but it was a great tweet that somebody said. Kawhi Leonard. No. Yes. Oh at least you was, about? At least you Kawhi Leonard can do everything. Kawhi Leonard can uh, do everything. Keanu can't on the action movie set. He can do everything. You have to warp your movie around the fact 
that Keanu has this big ass hole in his game and he can't talk. Like every everything, like the yeah, and you have to use help defense off of Steph Curry because he can't fucking. You have to use an extra defender off of Steph Curry's switches because he can't fucking guard the pick and roll. Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't even speak English and he made Terminator 2. What are we talking about here? Exactly. Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't speak English and he was out there cooking. And they still had, they were like, you know what? We're going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger talk. We're going to have him talk in this movie. Keanu Reeves, they're just like, we're just just not going to let your character talk at all. Like if you if you were talking, something has gone wrong. Like we cannot let you talk in this goddamn movie. You're going to fuck everything up. We need to warp our entire movie around the fact that you cannot do not talk. Like every single scene you're in, we're gonna make someone else do all the talking until you can drop a one-liner and move on. But not for nothing, he's the fucking boogeyman. He's a serial killer. And we not do we do we miss that part of the movie and- where he's like the worst person that's ever lived? And they got to make other people tell us that because he can't talk. <laughs> Dex, what are ridiculous. we doing here, man? This is ridiculous. What are we doing? All right. I'm sorry, Marcus, man. Marcus, redeem this somehow before we lose all, all right. listeners. So I will say this. The problem with Keanu's acting is is the the moments where, like, they, they put him on a pedestal and they're like, hey, deliver this line. That's like when he was, when he was talking to the dad in the chair and he was like, you know – I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a bad line. Like, it, it just, he delivers it poorly. But I think when he's in general conversations, like when he talks to Lance Riddick in, in the, uh, what's the hotel called? The Continental. The Continental, excuse me. Yeah, so when he talks to Lance Riddick in the Continental, he, he comes off fine talking to Ian McShane. It's normal conversations. He's fine, and it doesn't look robotic. But the moment that, like, he has to have any sort of shine on him is when you're like, oh, yeah, somebody else would be doing this, and so that's the only problem. But like, I really enjoyed this movie. Like Royden said, I caught it. I, I saw most of this movie getting a haircut without my glasses because you know getting a haircut, <laughs> and it was like on low volume. So I was just like seeing a blurry sort of mix of what's going on screen. I was like, okay, underrated cool. movie watching experience. By the way, like there's so many without random glasses, ass though, movies I've seen like that. Yeah, and so uh, I caught it, like Royden said, like before 2 came out, and uh, then I actually saw 3 in theaters. But it's a very enjoyable movie. Um, what My thing with Dex is, is that Dex will have all these opinions on movies, be thrown at him for movies that are like way in the past, or in, even in the most recent past, and it'll be like, oh, I didn't see him. And then it's like, well, these people are talking about these movies, and he's like, oh, but now I watched it, it's not as good, because, you know, years later have happened and it's like but if you if you consider what this movie was in 2014 in a in a in a sea of this i just brought up the movie i was telling tj earlier i was looking at the 2013 and 2014 action movies here's your slate for the year 2013 i can already tell you yeah oblivion after earth elysium ender's game thor the dark world that is 2013 all right. That is so nasty. <laughs> now you are redeemed a bit because things like Pacific Rim comes out, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, on the whole, pretty terrible. Here's 2014. Now this one actually has good movies in it. There's Edge of Tomorrow, Dawn of Planet of the Apes, Interstellar, and then this movie John Wick. But it's like it does. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy also comes out this year. So it's like the only thing that we have tangible 
that isn't something that isn't like something that's a sequel or anything else is something like this. And so, and then you have just, it, it, it pole vaults Keanu into a different stratosphere than he's been in 20 years. It makes him a household name again. At the end of this, I do want to talk about where he was. Uh, and I, I was going to talk about it a little bit of like kind of his rundown of his IMDB, because it's like, it was after, I don't know, maybe even like Constantine, which came out in 2005. Like, is he cooked? Was he doing like, is he showing up as like the third lead in like uh, romantic comedies? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, believing. I do. I do agree with you, Marcus, where it came out. Um, but yeah, continue with you. Continue with your review. Yeah, sorry, I'll, so I'll my, my, my letter grade well. for it is an A. I, I really enjoyed revisiting it, and uh, while I do have some worries of what we're going to see from John Wick 4, uh, I <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie. And, uh, I mean, we got two of my five favorite Wirecast members in this movie. Yeah. Just just throwing 100, as per usual. That's all I, that's all I care about, man. It's, it's a great film. It is hard on this podcast to like revisit movies. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and revisit movies and like that that a populace loves, and then it you're watching it on your you know fifty five inch TV at your house or whatever. And yeah. granted, I watched the first John Wick I think on a like a bootleg stream on my laptop <laughs> in college. So and I still loved it. So that's not saying something, but it, it is something that when we're like. Oh, you haven't seen The Godfather? You'd have to see The Godfather in theaters. Like that, and it's just like I wasn't alive in 1975. Yeah, so I, I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I, De- or Tej, do you have a, a review? I think we're missing the biggest point of why this movie is a great, great, great movie. There is no action movie that looks, feels, or anything like John Wick pre John Wick. When I walked out of that movie theater, when I saw this movie in theaters, I said, holy shit, they taught this senior citizen to completely beat the shit out of everyone. And I've never said this before, and no one has ever said this before about any other film, but I've never seen guns used in the way that they're using John Wick. Think about how long we've been seeing guns used in American cinema. Since the beginning of time, since the Western, since the beginning of film, there have been guns in movies because Americans love guns. I do not love guns. Uh, Keanu Reeves does love guns. And this is one time where someone loving guns actually gave some good to the world because holy shit, this dude was training for months and months and months before he even started filming the movie. And the way that they are shooting this movie, the way that they are, the way that he's using a pistol, it is so dope that in the beginning of this film, he's getting rushed by people and he doesn't have a machine gun like you would typically see the Arnold Schwarzenegger days. You would just get a machine gun or a rocket launcher. You got to deal with like 20 dudes at once. You get the biggest fucking gun you can find. John Wick's like, no, I need a pistol. I need a couple clips. And everybody in here is getting laid out. Like that's in a fucking pencil. To watch the way that this movie is choreographed, it is our art in itself. Before we even get to the Keanu performance, before we even get to how it looks, how the music sounds, it is insane the way that this film is choreographed. It looks like it took so much time to choreograph these movements. And to me, that is the absolute coolest thing about these movies is that nobody is making, nobody was, now people are copying them. But at this point, these two stunt dudes are making a movie, they're directing a movie, but they are stuntmen. So they have seen 
everything there is to see on the side of stunts. They've been on all the biggest movie sets and they are making something completely novel and completely within their own voice, which to me is the dopest shit ever. That's why it works. You walk out of that movie theater and you had never seen an action movie like John Wick before because no one had. And that's what makes it so dope. And that's what made this particular movie, just John Wick 1, so awe-inspiring is because people walked out and they were like, wow, I've, I've seen a lot of action movies. Between us, we've probably seen 5,000 action movies between the four of us. We've probably seen everything, right? I, I've never seen no shit like that before. The way in which they're doing the gung fu, the gung fu is just the dopest thing ever. And it has not gotten old to me yet after three films. And I just love it. Keanu Reeves, my hot take is that if Keanu Reeves was barefaced, this movie would not be good. But he has facial hair <laughs> and he's beautiful. And it is fucking perfect. When he when he walked when he walks up to the bar and he sees Francis at the door and he's and Francis says, You working tonight, John? And he goes, Yeah. Uh maybe you should take the night off. Afraid so, Francis. <laughs> Right, so. You mean Steve Nash? Right, so. Steve Nash. Right, so. that's, Kevin that's Nash. Kevin he said, he said, afraid. He looked at Kevin Nash in his face and said, Hey, Kevin Nash, unfortunately, I'm working tonight. And Kevin Nash said, Say no more, bro, brother. I'm going home to watch Netflix. I'm going to be fellas in the beginning of the scene. That is the coolest thing ever. He literally <laughs> like, This one dude, I'm sparing you. Everybody else in the club is a target. He gets into the club, the music's playing. Theon is running around, scared for his life in a towel, and John Wick is shooting everybody that moves. He's getting shot. Dex said in the group chat that John Wick went through this whole movie without breaking a sweat. John Wick got shot like seven times in this movie, brother. He got shot when he was shot in Healing, a woman broke into his room and started beating shit out of him. He had to take his little cast off so he could fight. Like th- This is the coolest movie ever. I, every time I watch it, um, so I, I love that they're so stripped down on the plot. Hey, here's a bad guy. The son is a piece of shit. You know the son's not going to be any challenge, but you also know that the dad is, is him. And so the dad has got to come to a decision knowing that the boogeyman is after his son. I either going to give you my son or I'm, or I'm, I'm not going to give you my son and everybody's going to die. I love what they're doing with the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin is, is, is on his side, but you don't really know because he accepted the contract, but really he was trying to get information. That's like the most the most uh, complicated this movie gets. But, like, I can't believe that Dex watched this movie. It was like, eh. Nonetheless, like, I, this eh. is, but I also saw it in 2014. So, like, this this is literally on the cutting edge of what people were doing in action. Now, not so much, but they're still up in the game. Two has some cool shit in it. Three has a lot of cool shit in it. They brought Holly Berry, who is the sexiest woman to ever exist. They brought her on set six months before they even had cameras on set and said, you have to learn how to interact with these two big ass dogs so we can do a five minute scene where these dogs are beating the shit out of everybody. That, that kind of dedication is phenomenal. And for a podcast that routinely gives Tom Cruise credit for jumping off of tall buildings and flying fucking fighter pilots and He's him. noticing the dedication that they're putting into these movies, we cannot treat Keanu, who is a, at least 87 years old, with disrespect by calling him Draymond Green. This man is in the gym putting in work, staying in shape, and choreographing these movies, which takes him months and months and months to do. This movie is an A-plus just because it sets the tone. But if you're just grading it as a movie in terms of entertainment experience, it's probably like a B-plus. But because of what it did for the genre, the, the action movies we see now, the Marvel movies we see now, the way that we see guns used, even in the latest Mission Impossible films, is quite literally 
taken from what they did in John Wick. These dudes changed the game. That's why Chad Sahelski is going to have a job forever. That's why dude that just made David Leach got to make Bullet Train. It's all because that they made John Wick and they changed the game. It's Talk to him, Pop. I guarantee <laughs> that uh, that you know that uh, Tom Cruise says, "Oh, I watch a movie every. I watch every movie that comes out in theaters." Which I mean, he lied about, but we'll we'll let him lie about it. It's fine. <laughs> And that's just like the, the. I mean, what else does he have to do? He's Tom Cruise. Try to kill himself every single day. I don't know, <laughs> but I guarantee you, he saw John Wick in the theater and said, "You know what? We need to do that in the 2015 uh, Mission Impossible." Mission Impossible. Yeah. Guarantee. He said, "Hey, he said, hey, let me, let me, let me uh, get up on my pistol work. I don't, I don't use a lot of, you know, I use the pistols, but now it's got to look cool. You can't just have a pistol anymore in a movie. If you are him, you can't just have a pistol. You have to do gung fu." The game has changed, and Keanu brought about this change to the world. A pistol has never looked as cool as it did when John Wick is holding it. I've never seen a pistol look so cool, and I don't even like them. Well, I'm not gonna lie to you. Gun fu is like really is really just not like my thing like that. Like it's it's cool, obviously. Like and there's there's movies who can put like the <laughs> right off. In but I'm like you know like watching like Equilibrium for example. I hated that shit, man. <laughs> it was, it was 2001. It. What are we talking about? I hated it. <laughs> it was so stupid. I'm like, why? This is so dumb. I cannot. I cannot handle it. Like, obviously, John Wick is better. A better movie than Equilibrium in like every single way. But like, you know, I just couldn't. I can't. Gunfu is not not for me personally. Um, this is a. I. I I'm just gonna piggyback just step on the toes of all, all, everything that teach said because i mean i can't really follow that up but it, it's it's a this movie for me is a, is a throwback as somebody who grew up watching uh, you know like i'm sure marcus and, and even dex to an extent like grew up watching um all the schwarzenegger uh stallone. the stallone 80s late 80s early 90s camp action movies um this is a throwback that is innovative in a way uh, where you have the main action star, somebody who, regardless of what you think about his acting ability, has put asses in seats for what, three generations of movie fans, Keanu. And you just have him go through this world and just float through this world, just like Schwarzenegger, just like uh, Stallone. And it doesn't matter what the story is, as long as, you have that guy being OP throughout this entire, throughout this entire universe. Uh, you know, Schwarzenegger, like Commando's not a good movie. You know what I mean? But people, but that movie phenomenal. sold tickets. You want to know why? Because he was killing people with machine guns and blowing shit up. It was awesome. And we wanted to see Schwarzenegger do that. Awesome. I, I have to agree that it, it, it the gung food stuff is something that, it, it's not original because, like I said, it, it was take a lot of this was taken from uh, Chinese cinema um, and stunt work that they had seen over there in that in that uh, in those films. But it brought it to an American audience because what we had been seeing, and I'm trying to grade the movie without like sort of the history of it, but it is so innovative and like changed the game for action movies that you can't not talk about the history of it. But it. It, what we were seeing was Liam Neeson quick cuts. You know he's not doing half the action in those mm-hmm. movies. It's quick cutting between action set pieces. It's like 
I don't know if you've ever seen the quick cut of him jumping over the fence in like the third Taken movie or whatever, but it's 18 cuts. Yeah. It is insane. In like seven seconds or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it it was that. It was the sort of shaky cam, uh, born identity, born ultimatum, which movies I love, by the way. Man, that shaky cam era was fun as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, born kind of like kind of ruined cinema in that way, but like it was crazy when they did it. Right. <laughs> it was That's hot when way. they did it. That's the same way that I feel about about John Wick and this John Wick franchise. Uh, Atomic Blonde came out after this as well, so it's yep. sort of like I think yeah, that John Wick movie. got a lot of sons out here. Like I, yeah. I give you that for sure. Yeah, John and Wick so, got a lot of sons out here. But you know, just going into what it is as a as a film, um, we give points, like you said, to to uh, Tom Cruise for trying to kill himself. One, we didn't ask Tom Cruise to do that. Um, <laughs> I did. And no, I'm gonna ask him again. Um, yeah. Go to the moon. I need it. I might not I have asked him the first time he tried to kill himself, but I'm damn sure asking him now. I need it so much in my life. I need it, Tom. But but he's the only one that does that. So saying like he's the goat, and then like Keanu is way lower than that is like eh, to me it is 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 something interesting because it it we didn't ask Keanu to kill himself, but he's still out here. If you watch it doing Taekwondo, doing those weird California gun rage courses where women are wearing like bikinis and stuff. If you've seen those, it's, it's a, those are weird, wild, weird it videos. Looks, it looks very Republican at those shooting. Yeah. yeah. They're very Republican, bro. And uh, the, the like paying two inches to the left is like a MAGA sign. Just two inches. <laughs> you never said, but just paying two inches to the left. But the, the, the hype for this movie, the training of this movie kind of became the story of this movie. And, the movie and the uh, subsequent movies as well. And so, oh shit, it, every time that Keanu Reeves was firing a gun at that gun range, it was going it was going viral on Instagram every single time. Um, and so it kind of fed into this hype machine. And when I watched it, uh, it, it really fed into that for me. And it looked like something, it was so steady and so smooth and you could see all the action and you could tell that Keanu was doing 95% of these stunts and you could tell that everybody was bought in. They did it on a micro budget. As far as entertainment goes, as taut and as quick as it is, um, is brilliant. Uh, it gets you a little bit in on the backstory. The second one does a better job of that. Like I said, I think I like the second one. A little bit more teased as I like the second one. Third one kind of even steps on that a little bit further. Um, but the first one, it's no frills. We're just going to shoot each other. Uh, we're going to have gunplay like we haven't seen in forever in a movie or ever in a movie in American cinema. And we're just going to have Keanu looking at the camera and saying, Yeah, thinking I'm back. And like, I'm in. I'm completely you in. You don't really it's, hate that, Roy. Do you hate that line reading? Because that it gets me every time. Like awful. he does, I think I it's love bad. it. Love it's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. Maybe it's, it's because I've it's seen it so many times. It's, it's not even bad to me anymore. It's, it's, it's me. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm back. It's like that's <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. But like, yeah, I the like interactions, it. the interactions of him interacting with the guy, the old dude in the hallway, like. Do I know you? Yeah, I think so, and stuff like that. <laughs> the dryness of it is is what is why people. That would be find... Clark Peters. Yeah, Mr. why? Freeman. 
is why they find Keanu endearing because at certain points in his career, people kind of thought that Keanu Reeves was a dipshit, but he's not. He's just this the way he speaks and stuff. He's and so not it's good just at talking. Of, That's all. Yeah, it's just kind of endearing. And what we know about Keanu, where you fucked up, Dex, is that he's never been problematic as an is an entire life. People yeah. love Keanu Reeves. People he love had a brand Keanu new, Reeves. He had a brand new puppy who is going to piss and shit all over that nice ass house. The dog is sitting on the edge of the bed, and he looks at the dog and he says, "Well, come on then, because the dog wants to come up on the bed." <laughs> come on, man! This guy is perfect. That dog is the best. It's the best shit that's ever. That's probably the biggest disconnect for me, like with this movie, because a lot of people who I've heard like gush about this movie, they're like, "You know, I thought the dog thing would be stupid when I saw the trailer, but then I watched it and I was like, yeah, that's a great motivation for an actor.' That's me. That is me. It's perfect. But it's I, perfect. I was like, I." I thought it was stupid when I saw the trailer, and I still thought it was stupid when I watched the it's movie. It's the like, only motivation you <laughs> need for this. You gonna let your killer. ops kill your dog? You gonna let I your ops spend the blood on your dog? What we're losing in this entire thing is that John Wick is a psychopath, but you don't see that through the cloud of Keanu Reeves. That's what I'm saying. If this was any other guy, if this was Michael Fassbender or something, you'd be like, oh yeah, he is crazy. With John Wick, like, I kind of like I'm kind of like a serial killer. I mean, yeah, John Wick well, like, is a serial killer, but Michael Fassbender looks like a serial killer, and that's much scarier. <laughs> much scarier. And I'm just saying, you're kind of rooting for the guy that looks like Keanu Reeves, even though he's a mass murderer. It's like, yeah, let's we're gonna root for that guy. He and put that's the fear of God in Reek. Reek had the fear of God in him. This is literally the boogeyman, but it's not just the boogeyman who indiscriminately goes and kills people in the night. This is the boogeyman whose dog was killed, which justifies all the boogeyman them in the whole movie. It's perfect. Dex hates dogs. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's I... what we're realizing. <laughs> Look, man, I just, I just want to invest. Hates dogs. Hey, relax, bro. relax. <laughs> um, I, for I just wasn't invested. There are some problems with this movie. I'm not going to say that it's it's not perfect for an action film for a for a minute or an hour forty action film. It is an A plus like that. Like Tej was saying, or actually, I think this is an A for like an hour forty action film for a just a film in general. And I think for what they did, yeah, B plus. There are some big problems with it. The main bad guy, the villain, not good. Not you good. Like no, not I good. Do. He's almost like he's almost like a like a comedic presence throughout the throughout the yeah. he kind of like derps his way through it and and then the final fight is like you can visibly see that they run out of money at the very end of the movie. I'll give you that. Yeah. Give they you. were just like, all right, I think we're done, folks. <laughs> but what, what are you supposed to do with the final fight? You you've built up this guy as Superman as OP to hell. Literally, the mere mention of his name, he literally looked at his son and was like, there's nothing you can do. Like, no, I don't want you to go kill him. You're dead. Like, you're dead already. I if, think, if some, what I do think you, do? you can just end it with him killing the son. I really do. Like, you can just end it with him killing the son and that guy. Like, either save him for a subsequent sequel or, I don't know. But having two old people fist fight in the rain at the very end of the movie isn't that great when one of them has been OP this entire time and the other one's just, like, a dude. And you not and not not have... Schwarzenegger or not Stallone, not a I needed a, a super famous 
But sword. he has a Russian accent, so it's, he's supposed to be like scary. But he, <laughs> when he when he throws the first punch, you're like, oh, this guy can't fight for shit. Yeah. <laughs> when he throws the first punch, it's like, oh, this the stakes of this fight are gone now. Yeah, and there's no sort of like lead up into that this guy can fight. We know he's a, a crazy person. He's a, and a crime killer. boss. Yeah, and a killer. But there's no weight to it. I, you can I fight. needed. Yeah. yeah, I needed a. Uh, Make Willem Dafoe that guy. It's even better. You know what I mean? They had Mayhem on set. Maybe Mayhem could have been the big bad, but Mayhem is funny. (laughs) No, he was comedic relief too. I do have a question that may break the movie, and I I, I watched it and hadn't noticed it before. How does Theon get his address to come to the house and and not know who John Wick is Like when you figure that out? Because his dad was like, he didn't have to give him a history lesson or anything. He just said, hey, this is John Wick. You done fucked up, dude. And then it was like, understood. But then if how did he get to the house? Because they come in the middle of the night. License plate. True. The license plate. They just they just tr- tracked his license plate. They knew his car. Mm. And also, no, who's there's a bunch of leaps that you have to be willing to take. But you're always asked to take leaps in, in action movies. Like, I don't count that off. But I will say, yeah, it's probably like license plate is how I would explain This is it. not Theon in this movie. This is movie Reek. magic. This is Reek. This is this is not Theon, bros. Call him Reek. That is Reek. Um, there's another thing too that I will say that uh, that I laughed out loud when I watched it is that the movie could have been over at the club scene when he points the gun at him and doesn't shoot him. <laughs> I totally disagree with this take. This is all over the internet. You could literally Google why doesn't John Wick shoot Theon when he first sees him. It's literally a Google search that people have searched. I could not disagree more with that question because the point of the first half of the movie is that John Wick is boogeyman, and if John Wick is boogeyman, he can't shoot him from far away. He's got to scare the living life out of. Got to make man. him feel him. He got to make him feel him. He feel him in the gulag. Cologne. So I thought, I think that it's perfect the way to set up the whole Bobby Yeager part of the movie is that he just just looks at him in his eyes. He's like, everybody in here is going to die. You probably, you might not die tonight, but you know, you're going to be dead. Like you, you're going to go play Call of Duty with your friends. You know, I'm coming. You know, I'm coming brother. Like, you know, I'm coming there. In the same movie, he stabs a guy in that club and and stares at him the entire entire time. Dex, that didn't entertain you. I will he say, the life drain out of this man's eyes from right here. He was right here. That shit was crazy. I mean, in his face, didn't say a word. Right in his face, like... didn't say one word. He just looked at him. him grabbing the the big dude with the beard by the beard and shooting him twice in the head for no fucking reason. Incredible. Like, you didn't have to do that. Like, that was just pure disrespect. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to do that at all. Or when, or when he's like has somebody pinned down and has to reload to like he just has somebody a knee on somebody's like head. I love and just that. Has to like he just reload. like stay right here for a second. Be right yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> him and the one guy like playing peekaboo behind the pillar. He's just like I'm gonna shoot him in the foot. Like here we go. <laughs> That'll get him out of here. Um, good playing. Yeah. There are points in this though, Teach, and I'm I'm sure I like wrote that down. Was when they. There are points where they, I think they really tried really hard to make this guy seem like he's the devil. And it's kind of hard because he's Keanu, he's good looking, he's, we know him as Keanu Reeves, but. Way too good looking to be the devil, even though he plays the devil in, well, he, well no, he's not the devil, what is that movie? No, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Pacino's the devil. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 
spoiler alert for the devil's advocate um <laughs> no so i i just i think what they did in this film is establish an, a really interesting universe that they were able to draw upon which it's crazy that they were able to make this into us because they didn't really set up a sequel in this film at all. Nah. They kind of had to draw the second one from midair, from thin air. And, and the third one they set up in the second one, but the second one, it, they, what they did was just incredible filmmaking to me. They set up a universe that people kind of like with a cast of colorful characters that everybody's, that everybody seemed to like Ian McShane and, and Lance Riddick and everybody else. Um, and then they gave it enough back to like, what the fuck are those coins? How much are they? You know, like I love my, I love it. like, how much is one coin worth? <laughs> I just wanted to know. Anybody? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it just, it just set up so much stuff that they were able to spin off that I think is, is really incredible filmmaking. A lot with a little, I will say. Uh, Marcus, I mean, do you have anything else? Uh, the problem with watching this movie, I, I, because I haven't seen two and three in such a long time that I was merging plot points from the other movies. Two and three, I did the same thing. I was like, I thought this happens in this movie. I guess not. I guess I'm thinking of two, and just kept happening over and over again. The other question I had was Adrian Palicki. So she knew that when Lance Riddick called her. That she was going to die, right? Like, <laughs> like why? I, I just don't understand. Like, what, why what did she show up then? Exactly. Yeah, why go? Exactly. I don't. Why I go? literally don't understand that either. I don't. I don't understand that. She knew, and then she kind of stands there, like, ah, shit. You yeah. Know? Oh fuck. <laughs> well, here's how I go. Like Joe Pesci. Like, I don't. I don't understand what was going on. Like, it didn't <laughs> Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. It did have big yeah. Joe Pesci vibes. Like, dude, you know, you know, you're cooked. Why are you here? The entire time you're saying, "Well, fuck the establishment." Like, I don't care. I'm gonna do what I want for this money, though. And then you just still get got doing the thing you knew was gonna happen. Like, I, I don't. I didn't follow exactly what was going on there. And that's another thing. Like, I feel like that happened too quickly like all all of everything with her character happened way too quickly like and it just ended up feeling like nothing like you know she she dies just so unceremoniously that i'm like what what was the point of this like i didn't i didn't need this you could have had them fight again have them fight again or like have who fight again perkins and wait yeah, but like, just give her, give her some kind of meeting. Like, she killed that guy. Like, fuck him, I guess. And then, like, she just dies. There's nothing else. There's no other like entry here. Like, she shows up at the Defoe like interrogation, but like, that's not really anything because that didn't go anywhere either. Like, just I don't know. Give me something here. Give me a little backstory, a little like betrayal. Give me something. This movie was all just like shit is happening. We're going. All right, everyone's dead now except John Wick. We're done. <laughs> exactly. They gave awesome. you betrayal. They, they, uh, the uh, William Defoe betrays the main big bad, and for a second, you're supposed to think that William Defoe is about to uh, betray John Wick. That's why the first scene at the funeral is so weird because John Wick says, "What are you really doing here?" And he says, "Just checking up on an old friend." Then the next time you see the Green Goblin, the Green Goblin is like, "Sure, I'll take that contract. Yeah, I'll kill John me, Wick." So you're supposed to million, be like, "What side is he on?" But I feel I, like the whole time. Even when I first saw it, I knew that William Defoe was going to be on John Wick's side. I never thought that he was going to switch sides. I never thought that. Mm. I see what they were trying to set up, but it doesn't really work. 
Yeah, I'm eh, unmoved. I, I cannot believe that you called this man Draymond Green. Dude, like, at, least, at least give us Clay Thompson, man. Like, nah, yeah. bro. Unbelievable. Nah. Unbelievable. John Wick is at least, at the very least, the Chauncey Billups uh, Pistons run where he was the best player on a team that won a championship that nobody thought they were going to Big win. Big shot. That, that's at least – he's at least that. No disrespect to Draymond, who I don't love. And Draymond is a four-time champion. But Draymond has never been the guy on a championship team. And John nothing Wick, about the John Wick franchise screams like backpack jump shot or triple no, single. Nothing. Look, man, you have to have everything else in your movie be absolutely perfect to warp around the fact that Keanu Reeves can't talk. And like, it was. <laughs> they did. The, direct, the director's got to put up. The director's got to put up like incredible numbers, like with the fight choreography and the cinematography. This is what it was. And the lighting oh, and the sound. Exactly. <laughs> Steph Curry over there going off. Clay Thompson over there going off. Draymond Green, we need you to come in here, play defense, get some rebounds, do not shoot the ball for any fucking reason, and we're going to win a championship. Thank you. That's it. At least give us <laughs> Scottie Pippen. What are we doing here? No. No. He is not no. like that. Mm. Counter Reeves is not like that. I'm sorry. I mean, what did, what did you say? Well, let's talk about like, – that was our review of, uh, of John Wick. Um, I, I, I encourage you to watch the second one. Second one – I, I really love the second one. They just take, especially even in the third one too, they just take everything that worked here. They said, we're just going to do it again and do it a lot more yeah, of it. Scale, yeah. With more money. And it looks really good. The the Apparently the guy that um, was the director of photography for, uh, or the cinematographer for The Shape of Water and Guillermo del Toro's now DP, Mm. shot that movie as well and shot three so it's like you have an oscar winning cinematographer working working on these movies which is is crazy he didn't work on the first one but the second and third one start to look significantly better because they have more money but it it i i encourage you like just give them a chance you don't have to but Unlike I'll, the I'll go to boxing him and then i'll go watch the fourth one in theaters when it comes out whenever that is so i mean I'm, next year i'm here Matrix, yeah, it got pushed back, but um, the it unlike the Matrix, there it 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 gets. I think it gets better. There isn't as many diminishing returns with these sequels as the Matrix sequels, which cool. March Boy. March twenty fourth. But let's talk about Keanu's career because uh, Dex has been disrespecting him all day, and we've we've been going at him, and he got uh, y'all know him the, right. This no, this is the tweet where uh, at Lord Dexon and go find this tweet. On his best day as an action star, Keanu Reeves is Draymond Green. Y'all be talking about him like he's Steph Curry. He said Keanu Reeves with a R-E-V-E-S. Our buddy uh, said, uh, oh, thank God. I thought you meant Keanu Reeves for a second. <laughs> um, but I just we just have to disagree because for somebody that has had, I don't know, five, six hits as an action star, to say he's the fourth best action star on a championship team is insane. Look, man, how insane. many? How? Where does Keanu Reeves rank in your like modern day action stars? Like since two thousand? Like how many modern dudes? Are you, since two thousand, number two. Yeah, I are you dead? You're two. dead ass. Number who two. Who else? We we all agree that Cruz is one. We all agree. Cruz is Cruz is one. Cruz is him. I'm taking. 
I'm taking Matt Damon over him. I'm taking Will Smith over him. Ooh, Will Smith? I'm taking, oh, no. I'm taking Will, Will Smith, Smith over him. You, you I'm mean Will since 1990 or Reeves you mean since 2000? There's a difference. I, I'm taking Will Smith over Keanu Reeves every day. I'm sorry. To this day. Wild Wild West, Will Smith. We're talking about that movie? Yeah, I, what, what time period taking, are we talking about here? I am taking Will Smith. Over when is the last time you saw Will Smith in a, in, a, in a successful action movie? When is the last time that's happened? Hey, my man my man is versatile. He can uh, get Bad these Boys Oscars oh, out here. He oh. can be in other Bad movies. Bad Boys 3 is one of the worst movies action. that I've ever seen. We're saying action. I think you mean ever, actor. I know. I'm, I'm saying to make a good action movie, I need to, like, the actor needs to still be good, right? No. Like, I, I need, has done better action movies the last 20 years than Will Smith. And then Keanu Reeves, but like no. that's I'm taking him over. I'm taking him over Keanu Reeves. Like we're already at what four or five. Like I'm sorry, I'm a better this actor than not, Steven Seagal right now. You don't have to be able to act to be in an action movie. You need to be able to whoop some ass. That's it. Look, that's, that's, I need that's it. I need you to give me something. Give me some some humor, some heart, some reason to care whether your character lives or dies. And he There's ain't got it. And heart I'm in sorry. this film, by the way. There's yep. both. What? There's humor and heart in John Wick. What heart? There's no heart at all. Dude is in love with the cutest dog of all time. That's not hard. All right, he had a dog for two minutes, he and I'm supposed to care rescues, about that for the other dog. He rescued another dog at the end of the movie. Next doesn't like rescue pets. Adopt, don't shop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dogs don't do it for You're me. You're part like of the pet, problem, right? Dex. You're part of the I, problem. I can't. That can't carry a movie for me. I need something else. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's not he's not like that. I'm I'm taking several action stars over him. I've seen never mind. I, I was gonna I was gonna give a take that's actually bad. Crazy. Never mind. Unlike this actually bad take that you're leaning into the skid here. If you didn't stop yourself from saying he's Draymond, I would love to hear what you were about to say because you're about to say something crazy. I was about to say something crazy. I was about to say I would take Jamie Foxx over him in an action movie. Hell no! That's wrong. That's very wrong. Not you spinning the block on Jamie Foxx after you after you already shot him up. Now you want to come by and take him with you to the drive-by of Keanu Reeves' house? That's not happening. I mean, but hey, look, Jamie Foxx. Could do John Wick, but Keanu Reeves can't do no, Django. It would be a completely <laughs> different movie. Yeah, of course Keanu can't do Jan- like- Django because he's white. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, did you say Django? I thought you were. Yes, I, he I, did. I, oh, yeah, I did uh. say Django. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Keanu's uh, Keanu's IMDb. It was it, it's it's such a interesting. Down. It's such an interesting career because we look at a career retrospective of of him. He is sort of a teenage heartthrob. He's in the sort of uh, River Phoenix camp of of teen heartthrobs. Of course, he does with River Phoenix, My Own Private Idaho, uh, which I think River Phoenix gets nominated for an Oscar for, but it, it kind of catapults him into young stardom then he kind of goes around and, and kind of floats around these these comedies bill and ted's excellent adventure comes out a movie which i adore um and then it starts to kind of look like wait is is he sort of like dim is he sort of like dumb and he just is getting these roles because he's really good looking and things like that 
he knows what he's about. So he, he, do, he doesn't like speak out in public very much. He doesn't go on a lot of late night talk shows or do anything. So I think the thought was that he, they thought he was dim. Then he comes out and kind of turns that on his head in the nineties with point break and speed within three years of each other. And then it becomes, Oh, is he like a legitimate movie star, movie star? And the answer is no. Yeah, the answer is yes, Dex. <laughs> no, unequivocally, really yes. not. Une- no, unequivocally, the answer is yes. He is. Marcus, mm-hmm. me up here. A he is not. Art, in, he's not. A little art like house that, movie man. known as The Matrix comes out in 1999. Never heard of it. Look, there's a reason. And we're off. And we're there's off. a reason that all of the John Wick movies combined have not made as much money as Top Gun Maverick just made. It's because Top. Keanu Reeves is not like that. He's not. Also, like they spent two hundred million dollars making. But they're, they're different movies. This movie is so much more violent than Africa's. Yes, that's and one fine. PG thirteen, and you can bring kids that's to it. Fine. The other one's John Wick. That's you can't fine. say that's fine when you just alienated half the populace that could go see that movie. Also, yeah, they I'm, spent you. You we can make a rated R movie with a movie star in it that makes more than $86 million at the box office. Like you can do that. That happens. That's a thing. John Wick was never going to make a billion dollars. What are we talking about? It doesn't about? need to make a billion dollars, but You like, just said it didn't make him. What are you talking about? It can make more than 86 million. Come on. Like movie stars, like movie stars are embarrassed by those kind of numbers. Come on. Brad Pitt was just on a twenty a million dollar budget. dollars. The, the bullet train oh, the made new like IP that's completely brand new. There's nothing about this that's not original. Look, if you are a movie star, you should be able to get bigger numbers than that. You should be able and Matrix Four like made nothing. Like okay, you, that is bullshit uh, because they uh, release you know you know what you're doing here stinks. because they released that movie day and date on HBO Max. <laughs> yes. And also it's on Christmas when everybody movie. was already at home. Nobody was gonna go see that in theaters. It's at the bottom of his filmography. We cannot compare that to what's at literally the, the most uh successful movie that Tom Cruise has ever made. We can't make that comparison. It's Look, it's the most successful Tom Cruise. Y'all copping, please. And, you, and don't sit here and act like every Mission Impossible. Y'all know this man's game is limited. Y'all are copying. And they've please. kept Maverick in theaters much longer than those movies. Look are. how long that they've been making Mission Impossible movies. Those movies don't make nine hundred million dollars. They're great movies. I they love make them. more than eighty six. There is, a, there is a there is a distinct difference here. They spent twenty million dollars. I guarantee you. They didn't spend a million dollars on advertising that movie. They spent they spent four hundred million dollars advertising uh, Top Gun Maverick. I they had a better movie star. We aren't saying that Tom Cruise isn't a isn't a great. We just said we, he was the best. We we just we just don't like where you've ranked Keanu Reed, like somewhere the thirty seventh best action star when he's really number two. He's number. Nah, we all know yeah. Tom Cruise is him. Yeah. Well, then you go, okay, look, then you go, and, and it, it is in a weird down period for him after Matrix uh, Reloaded, Matrix Revolutions, which is a bad movie. Um, people were saying, like, quote tweeting your thing with Constantine, which is a movie that comic book nerds like, but is not a good movie. So I, 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 I really like Constantine, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it, but it's not like, it, people were saying, like, Constantine, like speed. No, it's not the same. It's not the same thing. Okay, yeah, I, I definitely. Agree. Um, but it, 
it goes away. It, it really goes away. And he's, he's making movies like, uh, I don't know, a scanner darkly, which is an experimental movie and 47 Ronin and, uh, the, you know, the day the earth stood still and stuff, stuff like those movies. And they, it just isn't working until John Wick comes back and it really revitalizes his career and people remember, oh yeah, Keanu Reeves has it like that because that makes $80 million. The next movie, which they, okay, they double the budget. It makes 40 million, it's $40 million. John Wick chapter two ends up making over a hundred million dollars at the box office. Yeah, he's doubled it every single time with every single sequel. $40 million budget, $170 million worldwide. And Parabellum was $75 million and $327 million box office. Yeah. For a rated R hard action movie, people remembered, oh yeah, Keanu Reeves has it like that. I had forgotten. I had forgotten after Matrix Revolutions because that movie was so bad. But like, I, I, I just cannot sit here and say like, He's not a movie star when he objectively is one of the he's a one of the ten biggest movie stars that we've had in the last twenty years. You look how handsome he is with all that hair. You can't come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing? When he when he cut the beard and had the long hair though, that's not good. He needs the beard and the hair. They have to go together. I totally agree. They have to. He can't. He can't. He can have the he can have the short hair with the beard, but he can't have the long hair without the beard. Doesn't. Doesn't look good. Um, but yeah, he had like Peyton Manning neck surgery and he's still out here rolling around. Now, Marcus and I do kind of have the same take that maybe he is like, maybe he needs to wrap it up after the four. I am, I am fucking worried about four. I keep saying this. <laughs> Why? I, because he I was, told you he is like, he is barely getting it through three and he didn't do anything in Matrix. Yes. Yes. This is so then, he, you tell me now we're going through the fourth one and like all the issues that I had with both John Wick 3 and with Matrix that's now just going to be absolved it's going to be cool so I don't know I'm, I'm going to see it I'll be there day one he is amazing I, I, I hope he makes 10 more of them let's go let's keep it going let, I like he it looked cooked in Matrix 4 bros I'm sorry <laughs> he looked that like was, he's done and no one is movie. fighting you on that no one is fighting you on that <laughs> Yeah, we can't bring up Matrix Four as I mean we can because he was in Matrix Four and it was a bad movie. Yeah, that'd be that, like I don't know, that'd be like Tom Cruise coming back and making uh, Edge of Tom- like Edge of Tomorrow Two is like a fucking stinker. But it, you know, that would be like if you put Steph Curry on the worst basketball team that you've ever seen, and then they get cooked, and you'd be like, I don't know, Steph Curry looked like he lost a step when he was out there. Even if he drops forty five points. It's not going to matter because they're going to lose by thirty because the Matrix Four is the worst movie. But ever. Steph what Curry is- would go out there and still drop the forty-five points, and they'd like get blown out. Keanu Reeves did not drop forty-five points in Matrix Four. <laughs> the team got cooked, and he looked terrible while they got cooked. Like it's not. <laughs> I mean, Steph missed the playoffs one year too as the main guy. So what are we hey, talking about? But he was averaging like thirty a game. <laughs> oh man, I just, I just think that. I just think that for all of his faults, which we agree with, we agree that Gunnery's not that a good he cannot actor. act. Cannot <laughs> act. Not a good actor. We've said that for all of his faults, there is something and has been something about that guy that 
the masses seem to enjoy. And maybe that is because he's like a genuinely wholesome guy. Um, they like the stories of him are wild of also he's been through a ton in his personal life. That doesn't have anything to do with like his acting career, yeah. but he's been through a ton in his personal life too. His story is actually kind of really tragic. He's had a ton of friends die. I think he and his girlfriend lost a child if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it, and he's all, he's just continued to make really entertaining movies for decades, decades. which is something, which is something like who's the who's the actors we have left from the 80s tom cruise denzel, uh, denzel keanu reeves and like michael keaton made a made a little bit of a comeback yeah that's it yeah. i mean still tom hanks around. razor tom hanks, uh, tom hanks wasn't making good movies in the 80s <laughs> was he not i, I mean big what are you talking big about? is 89 yeah you're right okay <laughs> the rest of, everything before big ain't great but um yeah so it, it of those of those people it's hanks it's denzel it's cruz keaton and Keanu. i mean you've also got like the de niro's the pacinos but i mean they're not you know of all those of, all, of, the, of that crew that continuously was like a movie star but even you see like de niro and Pacino. I mean, they're both in. I'm just here for the bag territory. They are. Yeah. They're both making just like straight to Redbox, which is still a thing. Movies. Anyway, it, it all like it comes a in band of like fifty to sixty year old, sixty five, sixty six year old actors. Yeah, Keanu's probably up there. That's fine. I can give you that. I just, I just think, I just think it, it, it his the reason that you're getting packed up is that his career has spanned so long and people have such an affinity for him that it's, it was unwise. I mean, you're, you're just not going to make it in, in cinema for 35 plus years as an A-list celebrity and not be good at something. Like they, they want him for some reason. Look at that jawline, man. man. He's cool. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, um, the dude can't act. I'm sorry. Like we all know this, and like that takes but away. None from of it. us are arguing that point. Do you think Jason Statham can act? Do you think that he can? he's one of the worst actors ever? But he's an action star. Or well, he used to be. Yeah, but like I'm, we're not sitting here having Jason Statham retrospectives. Like we're like you know what I'm saying. That's like, we haven't done Taken yet, which is incredible. We have the appropriate level of reference for Jason Statham. I feel like Keanu Reeves. We're trying to make him into something he's not, in my opinion. I can't believe you said that right now Will Smith's a better action star. Will Smith hasn't made a successful action movie since Bad Boys 2. Look, Bad Boys all 3 I'm saying right. is if you... Bad Boys 3 is awful. I guess it did okay, but that shit is the worst movie I've ever seen. Wait, which one is... Which one just came out? Was that 3 Bad or was Boys it a 4? That was Bad Boys 3. They did not have uh, the GOAT director on set. The GOAT director was making Ambulance, a much better movie. Will Smith should have just did Ambulance. That would have been much better. <laughs> I don't think they let Michael Bay on the on the Bad Boys 3 set. I, mean, <laughs> I think he probably wanted – I think he's a producer of the movie, but I don't think they even – they're like, nah. They, they, they missed them. They missed out. They they Those dudes, much respect to those dudes. I think those are the same dudes who made – um, Captain Marvel, and they also made Batgirl, I believe. So it's those dudes. Yeah, they made Batgirl. Those, those dudes are cool. 
that movie fucking stinks. It it was awful, and it was mostly uh, Martin's fault. Martin, uh, you want to talk about the dedication Keanu Reeves has? Martin is the opposite. He had no dedication <laughs> to an action film, none at all. Hey, like, bro, uh, you like, knew this movie was gonna be made. Like, do you not want to like remotely try to get in the shape, or you know, they gonna pay me the same regardless. Uh, Iron out the, sh- the chops a little bit. Like, Whether I'm in shape or not. The day before they got on set, shape. Martin did like three arm curls and was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> it. Rolled up on set. I can I can see a little I can see a little definition in these. <laughs> me personally, I would not embarrass myself like that in front of Vanessa Hudgens, but that's just me. So <laughs> Dex is built different. I'm built different. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens gonna be here. Yeah, I'm coming with a six pack. Let's go. <laughs> Martin Lawrence is like 75 years old. You don't give a fuck about no Vanessa. Well, that's the thing about Keanu. That's the thing about Keanu. He is also ancient and that's he true. is still well, rolling around. That's Martin. also the thing. That's also the thing about Keanu too that we don't talk about enough is that he has the Tom Cruise thing where it's like, how old is this guy? Actually, 50, 54? Oh, you know, he's kind of looked the same for the bat for the past 20 years. Anyway, um, real quick before we go, uh, let's give let's give our uh, top three. We're not going to do top five because Dex doesn't like this guy. Uh, top three Keanu films. If, it's not if that I have. dislike him, to be clear. He seems like a perfectly lovely human being. I just think he can't act, and I think you need to act to be a, a movie action actor star person. Who are but, the know, other examples of that? That statement doesn't make any sense. Steven Seagal was really him, and he can't act. I act better than Steven Seagal right now in his front. Look, Schwarzenegger is not a good actor. No, he never was. At all. All right, guys. All right, guys. True Lies and Last Action Hero say otherwise. That's all I'm saying. Well, great movies. <laughs> Terminator 2 is a great movie. That doesn't mean that Donald Schwarzenegger but he's, but Are we even sure that Ryan Reynolds is a good actor? Thank you. Thank I you. am Thank not you. going Thank to fight you. you on whether or not Ryan Reynolds is good. I do not care about Ryan Reynolds Deadpool at still, all. Deadpool is still absolutely phenomenal, and Ryan Reynolds knows he cannot act. He knows it. He makes jokes about it in his movies. Like he knows he can't. Look, man, I see a Matt Damon action movie. I feel something. Matt Damon's got Matt something for you. He's gonna deliver some lies. All right. This is not fair. There are certain people who make action movies, but are actors. Like they act. Will like Smith, Tom Hanks, like these people are people that act that happen to sometimes dabble into action. You cannot compare them to the guys who only did like Keanu Reeves is an action star. He does not. He's not going to go make an Oscar movie. He only Draymond Green is a defensive player of the year. You can't ask him to shoot 40 percent from three, but he's going to give you some all time great defense. And he's a four time and a Hall of Famer. And that's a perfectly fine thing to be. But you ain't Steph Curry. That's all I'm saying. Manu has carried te- multiple teams to championships. Multiple no, he teams. hasn't. He's been carried to championships. Who carried him in the Matrix? Who carried him? Lawrence Fishburne is giving that man everything that makes the Matrix interesting. And then <laughs> the goddamn cinematographers and directors have to do I have to fucking invent new technology every time that Keanu Reeves is in a good movie. They have to pull fucking bullet time out of their ass to like give this man a hit. All right. Like this man is being carried. This is ridiculous. Every Keanu Reeves movie where like the director or cinematographer or somebody didn't like revitalize the entire action genre with the way they filmed the movie. Nobody cares about that shit anymore. Some would say he was privy to that. 
what? <laughs> it, it, it succeeded because he was in it because he committed to being in those in those. You roles. could have you could have anyone commit to the Matrix and do what Keanu did. Like there's so many actors. Apparently not Will Smith. Apparently shit. not Will Smith. <laughs> hey, Will Smith couldn't turn down the charm. Like sorry, <laughs> couldn't turn down the charm. Couldn't turn down the charm. He was like, I want to talk too much, and they were like, No, we need someone who will not talk at all. Unbelievable. Anyway. Unbelievable. Top three Keanu Reeves movies. Uh, top three Keanu Reeves movies. My number three uh, is Speed. Number three is Speed. A, uh, a Another, well, to your point, another movie that redefined the action drama because everything else <laughs> after, the, after the 90s became like Speed on a boat, Speed on a train, Speed on a, on a plane. And nope. like, Steven Seagal did, I think. Like, Under Siege is 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 that movie. Under Siege is also phenomenal, but yes, it's obviously a blatant <laughs> ripoff, but it is great. Um, so Marcus, you're number three. Like I said before, I'm I'm I really like Constantine. I think that might be my number three. You gotta be kidding me. Really? I really enjoy Constantine. I don't know what it is about it. I just I like the ride every single time we go on it. It's a role that he actually did kind of fit in as somebody that is kind of reserved and, and run down and beaten down. Yeah. It it was a role that that he kind of fit in and I don't think that I like this I like this comment or sorry his uh on-screen uh relationship with Rachel Weiss was really good. Yeah. I just I don't I just think really I just movie. don't think comic book fans were ready for that sort of take on on that material mm-hmm. which Constantine is a wild comic book anyway. So yeah, I don't think people were quite ready for that. Uh, I think it would be really embraced now if they came back and they actually did something like that. There's also some wonky CGI and stuff in that movie. But oh, definitely. Anyway. I mean, the budget for that is not anywhere for where we have uh-huh. now. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Dex, go ahead. Um, hmm. I'm gonna actually change my number three too. Once you, uh... I can go. Yeah, next gonna... speed. yeah go ahead, Teach. Uh, I'm also gonna go speed. Speed is great. We've done. We've talked about speed many times on this podcast. It's a great film. It's my number three Keanu Reeves film. That podcast, I've gone back and listened to it. That podcast is just me and Teach Freeman. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they jumped the bus over the highway. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I think I'm also going to go with speed. I was really tempted to say Toy Story 4 just to fuck with y'all, but I'm going to say speed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm like, I was also tempted. I love Toy Story 4. <laughs> that's a great part by him. Uh, I love Toy Story 4. Yeah. But, that's acting, know. by the way. That's not action, but that, that's, that, that's acting right there. Toy Story 4. That's acting. <laughs> I'm going to change my number three. Uh, I love speed to death. Uh, it's it's been in my life on TNT on on in my home for fifteen years. Uh, I'm going Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure. I fucking knew it. I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure so much. It is one of the seminal comedy performances in movies of my of my youth. My mom let me watch that movie when I was probably way too young. They're making sixty nine jokes and stuff in that movie. It's fantastic. It's just a really stupid concept that is executed well and with heart. I I, I love that movie. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
is my number three. My number two, um, John Wick Chapter Two is my number two. Uh, I've, I think I've now watched John Wick Chapter Two more than I've watched all all the other three combined. Really, uh, the suit up scene into into the catacombs fight is some of the like the best thirty minutes of movie of action movie cinema in forever. The the him going to a sommelier of guns <laughs> is awesome. It's just awesome. Uh, so John Wick chapter two, Marcus number two. Uh, John Wick one was going to be my number two. Well, I think we just talked about that. Uh, Teach. Uh, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to say John Wick three and John Wick one tie for my number two. It's the same movie. <laughs> to be fair, it is. But it's fucking awesome. I just, I just love both of those movies so much. And I don't hate John Wick 2. It just doesn't crack my top. I would have to go back to some other kind of movies before I got to uh, John Wick 2. Number two for Dex. Uh, I mean, I feel like I also have to go. No, no, I don't. I'm going to go with Hardball. I like Hardball hey. a lot. Hardball's a good time. Classic cinema. <laughs> Love it when that was also weirdly on TV a lot. I feel like well, it was that, that had a TV run that was very long. It was on TNT or TBS all the time. Yep. So I feel like I've watched like part, like different chunks of it at least fifteen times. Like I've obviously I've seen the whole thing all the way through. Like, but I feel like I've watched just a piece of it here or there like fifteen different times. I I, I fuck with Hardball. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. I was, I was texting you when you were slandering Keanu. I was saying, "Gee, baby, did not die for this." <laughs> well, talk about a bait and switch in a movie of, "Oh, we're all having a good time," and then they just kill a child in the middle of that movie. <laughs> what a tough hang! You gotta have the yeah. stakes raised. That's what Dex was talking about. You gotta have the yeah, stakes gotta, raised. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You got served. Oh you gotta God. kill a little saint. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be like that. Oh God, <laughs> little saint. Uh, number one, saying. number little saying, number one for all of us. Uh, we all know the, ma- the Matrix Revolutions. Always be oh. my baby. Oh, wait, y'all didn't have Lake House as the Lake House. one. <laughs> the one where he writes letters to people. To in Sandra the Bullock in, in the, the past, future. or in the future, or in yeah. the past. Yeah, that's insane. That's the kind of movies he was doing between the last Matrix and John Wick. Which is a weird career trajectory, but uh, yeah, it's all—it's the Matrix. We don't have to really talk about the Matrix. It's the Matrix. Yeah, I really do. Matrix. I do want to see this—the Matrix in theaters if they ever re-release it, like for the I guess twenty-fifth anniversary of it. Or I did go see it on the twentieth anniversary, and it was fire. Shout out to Dolby Cinema. The reason why the Draymond thing is so offensive is not even because of John Wick; it's because of the Matrix. Being the star yeah. of a movie that is that big, that successful, that cool, that groundbreaking could never, ever, ever, ever have you compared to the fourth best guy on a championship game. That doesn't even make sense. That, that, that is Michael Jordan levels. That is Steph hey, Curry. Hey, man, Draymond Green is in a – Draymond Green is a third best player on a championship team. Let's not disrespect. The movie – The Matrix doesn't work without Keanu Reeves. He is quite literally the perfect person to play Neo. He is, and I'm, I'm not saying he's a great actor. However, the part was literally made for him. I could not imagine anybody else in the world playing that part of that time. 
Yeah, this what the Wachowskis are asking him to do is exactly what Keanu can do. It is in the range of what Keanu can do. Being confused as fuck and beating the shit out of people. That's all he's got to do in the whole movie. Be oh, what's going on? Oh, well, I don't know. And beat the shit out of people. That's all he's got to do. And he's got to look handsome. And he does all that to perfection. And they made literally the perfect action movie. Quite literally the perfect action movie. Be confused and <laughs> be confused is an incredible one. He confuses me the first time I was watching. I was like, I don't know what the fuck going on. He didn't know what was going on either. It was perfect. Yeah, he's your Let Lawrence Fishburne and all the people who can talk good give us everything that's good about the Matrix, and then you just show up, look confused, and then just bend backwards real quick. I'm not shitting on Keanu. I'm not shitting on Lawrence Fishburne's performance. I love that performance, but Keanu Reeves is the movie. As much as I love Trinity, as much as I love Ke- uh, the whole the whole cast is amazing. Keanu Reeves is there, Kawhi Leonard. He walked into Toronto and he carried them to a championship. <laughs> And he should have just left town after that and never came back to Toronto again. Instead, he made three more uh, seasons with the Raptors, and they all went uh, different levels of bad. He should have just walked away after that first basketball <laughs> season. He could have just walked away. I do kind of like that take that Keanu Reeves is what happens if Kawhi stays in Toronto. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like we're, we're on to something on this one. I like that. that I'll, I'll respect like this current season where they didn't make the playoffs. People were getting hurt. The media was all over them. That it was nasty. Matrix Four was a very nasty season. So yeah. wait, is Matrix like Spurs Kawhi and then John Wick is Toronto Kawhi or like like, how, I like, like what we do? I like that. I don't I, know okay. what's. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, it's like Spurs. It's like Spurs Kawhi. And then remember when they were beating the shit out of the uh, out of the Warriors before Zaza Pachulia rolled his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Facts. that. Yep. Facts. Okay. That's Matrix okay. Revolutions. <laughs> God, uh, man. Matrix Resurrections was so garbage. I just, I, I pray that John Wick Four is is good because I'm going to see it. I'm going to watch John Wick well, Three. Well, it's it's 4. already bolstered by uh, being made by filmmakers that actually give a shit about the movie that they're making. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough along with people that probably give a shit about the movie that they're in. So yeah. So yeah, that's, that, that's going to be a good start. Good start. Uh, that has been our John Wick review. Uh, I cannot wait for the fourth one to come out. Our I, roast I, I of Dex Hinton for good Twitter tweets. <laughs> you started, the, started this all on your own. You know, goddamn well how people feel about Draymond Green. And you, you put it out there. Oh my God. Anyway, um, thank you to Marcus J. Brent for coming on. Uh, where can they find your Twitter and your uh, terrible Longhorn takes along with Teej coming up? Oh, my God. So my Twitter name is just like Royden said, Marcus J. Brent. Uh, you know, we are coming up on said football season that he was talking about. Quinn is him. Uh, him. And we're out here to right the wrongs of seasons past, my friends. He's so much him that he had to be bullied. That sorry, it's had to be going down for real, is what they say. <laughs> he won the job fair and square, Royden. Don't stop the fake news on this. Podcast. Sark had to be bullied by online Twitter trolls to get <laughs> to start that man. Y'all paid a million dollars to hashtag bullying works. Okay, this bullying man had to, this man got the job through my father, the inventor of toaster strudel. Wouldn't be very happy <laughs> <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> mullet season y'all yeah. mullet season we um, in here we live but then I, like 
I was talking to a Longhorn fan about this the other day. If Quinn is not him, Arch is him, allegedly. If Arch so. is him, we got him rolling <laughs> back to back, baby. Quinn is him. Arch is also him. Has Arch, has Arch, uh, has Arch played anybody above middle school yet? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker went into went into the the, the where the younglings Building were. He beast. slaughtered them. He slaughtered the younglings, and that was the beginning of him becoming. This is a terrible analogy. I don't know why. Oh, my goodness. You saw what he did. He didn't give a shit about those youngies. It was incredible content. That's what Arch is doing right now. And then he's going to come on campus, and we're going to build the Death Star. It's perfect. (laughs) You know what happens? What can go wrong? And then the scrappy, happy-go-lucky Baylor is going to come and shoot up the Death Star real quick and blow the shit up. There's no Jedi's at Baylor. No, man. Y'all are definitely older on. We're blowing y'all shit up, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild when y'all get that five star recruit. Y'all paid eight million dollars to come to campus, and Baylor still has the best quarterback from Louisiana. That's tough. <laughs> that is tough. Yo, no, just because y'all pockets ain't straight like ours is, don't hate. Hey, uh, our trophy man. case is straight, <laughs> so we good. Oh, okay. So you can find the uh, you can find him at Marcus J. Britt. You can find us all at Lord Dex Hinton. Go find his bad takes at Royden Ogletree. I don't like nobody likes my tweets, so it's it's whatever. Uh, at less humble t- underscore s at less underscore humble teach. Uh, he has locked his shit up, so you can't even you can't even ratio him yet. Not that way. You can't ratio except for him. when you set the timeline ablaze with that wild. You know what I'm talking about. This is a family podcast. Oh, man. This is a family podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. That rabbit on a craftmatic. Yeah, just (laughs) trying to go to church on a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) That's what pops up on my timeline. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, that's like the most inside joke for anybody that like the 10 people that follow Tej and listen to Mm -hmm. us at the same time. Anyway, uh, you can find us at One Take Pod, One Take Pod on Instagram, Twitter, uh and the like tiktok sometimes i try to post videos on there go follow us at apollo hou on all platforms as well including tiktok which is popping off as always as long as dex and the crew are talking about dvds that they don't know the rotten tomato scores for that's that's the only thing people will watch from us the only thing (laughs) that's insane insane you like broke news that like uh that a guy was gonna be that a guy was gonna be on um a Transformers yeah, movie? A, yeah, in a Transformers movie, going on an international tour. We go do a fucking red carpet event and shit. Nobody cares. Shit gets 4,000 views. <laughs> and then go buy DVDs up. from Walmart. Hey, what, uh, what's that? Literally like 10 times the views in like a matter of minutes. I was like, man, no one gives a fuck about us. They just want us to buy shitty movies. It's insane. And y'all just have closets now full of, of shitty movies that somehow you got to do something with y'all can anyway, buy yeah. them off us if you want to i'll drop a link <laughs> at apollo hou on all platforms tiktok especially twitter right now is baseball season but we're about to get right into football season as always you can follow us for all of your movie takes uh on sundays we're going to be doing spaces twitter spaces or try to be doing twitter spaces about the House of the Dragon, the new Game of Thrones. Guys, Thrones is back. I don't know if you know that. The feeling has been restored. restored. Thrones is back. So we're going to be trying to do Twitter spaces to discuss that. We had a a good turnout for that very first one. Um, Lisa came on and uh, would not divulge the 
four episodes she had already seen. So that's that's great. That's great for when we have the <laughs> when we have the spoilers right there, and she won't give them to us. But yeah, find our Twitter at One Take Pod and tune into those spaces Sunday nights at uh, ten Eastern, nine Central time. So we'd appreciate that. And uh, Dex, what else are we doing? Hashtag Sports Lawrence View, a real action star. Yet to be, well, actually, you did kind of pop off. Uh, like, uh, All right, we're out.